Beautiful. Today's daf is daf Yud Beis in Meseches Chagiga, and we got up to the very top word of daf Yud Beis. But um, let's see over here. Let's let's back up. It's worthwhile repeating the last uh, six lines on daf Yud Aleph Amud Beis, the beginning of the sugya. It moves it moves along fast, and the top of today's daf is coming to answer something that we said and ask on something that we learned at the bottom of yesterday's daf. So let's pick up on the bottom of Yud Aleph Amud Beis at the two dots. We're up to Menohani Mili de Tonu Rabbona. Okay, you see that? Last words on the line. It's actually seven lines from the bottom of the yellow. Menohani Mili, how do you know that we don't darshan about my separations in front of two people, the Tonu Rabbona, because the rabbis learn so shall we. Kisho on the Yomri Shonim, if you were to ask about the early days, Yachid Shoyel Einstein Shonim. One person, meaning you could learn with one person about my separations, but not when two people are asking together. Maybe it means that a person is allowed to ask about things, what, what was before the world was created. No. Those types of questions, you should not ask. How do you know? From the day that Hashem made man on earth, that's when you start to ask Shilas from. Maybe... You shouldn't even ask about Shesh Meibreshus. You know why? Because it says from the day man's created. When was Adam and Chava created? On the sixth day. So maybe you're not even allowed to ask about how did my Meibreshus work prior to the sixth day. Oh, good Shiloh. Tamad Laimar, Liyamim Rishonim, Asher Hayu Lufanecha. The early days that were before. You can even ask about days that happened before mankind was created. Okay, so what do we see so far? That... A yid should not be asking questions about what happened before the world was created, but we should be asking questions about my sabratius, about how the world was created. I would say, okay, if I'm thinking about my sabratius, guess what? That means I should also think about what is above the highest heavens and what is below the lowest abyss. Or what, uh, what uh, happened before and what happened Afterwards, meaning things that are beyond time, right? So it says from one edge of the from one edge of the heavens to the other. Says the Gemara, which teaches me that you're allowed to ask from one side of heaven to the other side of heaven. That's where a person's brain should go. And as we spoke about yesterday, this is important Gemara because at a certain point we need to humble ourselves and realize. There are certain things that are outside of the human mind's grasp, and these are they. How far should I go? Think about my separations, think about Hashem's creation, but things that happened before are totally abstract and no shaykhs to me. It's none of my business. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. You know what we should be asking? Things that go on in this world since the creation of the world. That's what matters, because that's what's going to allow me to be an accomplished person. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made history, made science, put everything into place so I should study it, learn it, and come to understand the Rebbe But things that are before and after and all these uh, other things that are esoteric and far beyond what our minds could fathom, those are the types of questions where we say, you know what, that's, that's, that's a bad question. It's a bad question. You're not going to get a good answer. Okay. Here we go. Now, that's where we got up to yesterday. And now we pick up on today's daf. Get ready for a beautiful, beautiful ride, by the way. On today's daf, there's going to be so many beautiful, uh, different ideas and messages that um, that uh, we're going to come across. Okay, we try to cover uh, enough ground. We got a lot of uh, gemara to, to learn over. Frakti gemara shaila. Gemara asks. Now that we said a person should not ask about one end of the heavens to the other, you should only ask about one end of the heavens to the other. Why do you got to tell me that you shouldn't ask about things that are, that are beyond time? If you're telling me you shouldn't ask about things that are outside the world, isn't time outside the world? Right? I'm sorry. Isn't time limited to the world? Ton of hours in a day is based upon the sun, the moon. And so once I know you shouldn't ask beyond the, the heavens, I should understand according to logic that a person shouldn't go to a place that's beyond time either. That's the Gemara's kasha. Says the Gemara, you're right. But... The Pasuk is coming to teach me the statement of Rabbi Elazar. Dhamma Rabbi Elazar. 
Rebbe Lozer says, Adam Arishon min ha'aretz ad l'rakia. Listen to this. Adam Arishon, the first man ever creation. He was from earth until the heavens. Now, interestingly, it doesn't say that's how tall he was. It seems to imply that's how tall he was. What does it imply? It's not what it says. It says, Adam Arishon is min ha'adam ad l'rakia. From the earth till the heaven. Let's keep reading. From the day that Hashem made Adam on the earth until the end of the heaven. So in other words, Adam a uh, uh, touched to the end of the heavens. But once, Adam Sarach literally means spoiled, meaning he did something wrong, things went bad, things went south, as we say, okay, he did Navera. Put his hand on him and made him smaller. Later and earlier, Sartani, you have formed me, and you have placed upon me your hand. Kapai, yeah, your hand. Okay, so what do you see from here? Adam Rishon originally, originally touched the heavens, but once we do an Avera, Adam Rishon was, was uh, shortened. What does this mean? Did, Again, does it say that other region was that tall? I don't believe so. What it means is, as Rev. Pesach Kron said beautifully when he came to speak in Shul a number of years ago, that Adam, Aleph Dalib Mem, is the same exact letters as Me'od. Mem Aleph Dalid. Me'od means very. Adam is very, very, very. Quotes the Medrash says this. Very what? Very doesn't have a limit. A human being's opportunity, potential, where a human being can go, an Adam, by definition, is ma'od. When Hashem made Adam, Adam had the automatic ability to touch the heavens. He was connecting the two worlds. But once there's an Averam... HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, listen, I'm not going to change who you are, but I'm going to put my hand on you, because you obviously can't handle this responsibility, and you're going to now have to go ahead and deserve it. You're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to turn yourself from an Adam, which means Adama, earth, from something base. I'm going to shrink you and make you closer to the earth, and now it's your Achrayas to become Ma'od. It's your Achrayas to become the very, very, that goes and touches the heavens. touched one end of the earth to the other. From one edge of the to the other. Oh, that's how Mamish, before we were talking about heaven to earth, earth to heaven. Now we say from one end of the heaven to the other. Once did Navera, he's spoiled. Made him shrunken, made him smaller. Placed your hand on me. Says the Gemara. We have a contradiction in the verses. You know why? Because one verse says that Adam Rishon reached from one end of the heaven to the other. The other one says he reached from the earth to the sky. Well, which one was it? Answers the Gemara. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, the same measurement. It's just two different ways to bring out this idea. Okay. The following things were made on the first day of creation. And here's our list. Heaven and earth. Now, were they separated yet? No. But heaven and earth, they were only separated in day number two but they were created on day number one. Tayu v'vayu, something called Tayu and Vayu. Now we translate Tayu v'vayu, both of them to mean emptiness. It's a creation. Interestingly, for us that live in a physical world, we can only fathom emptiness being a lack of something. In reality, Tayu v'vayu is a creation of nothingness. Creation of nothingness. Okay. Arvachaishach, light and darkness. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting to discuss as well. Ruach Umayim. What's Ruach Umayim? Wind, spirit, Umayim, and water. 
Midas Yoim Umidas Laila. How long a day is and how long a night is. Now, the Gemara is going to have to explain this. Day and night. Sun and the moon are put in the place on day number four, right? Light and darkness. Sun and the moon are put in the place. What in the world is going on here? They've got a whole list of ten things. And we're saying they're all created on the first day of creation. Where do you get that from? How's it mashma? Where do you see that implied in the Psukim in the Torah? So here we go. Shomayim ba'aretz. Hashem made Shomayim and aretz on the first day. Dechsev. Bereshis bara elekim as Hashemayim ba'aretz. In the beginning Hashem made heaven and earth. Sayu vavayu dechsev. Vahaysa ha'aretz. Sayu vavayu. The earth was sayu vavayu. All empty. Or v'chayshech. Light and darkness. Chayshech dechsev. Chayshech alpanit ha'aim. There was darkness on the face of the abyss. Or, and there was light. Hashem said, let there be light. Now, by the way, that was, we'll see. That wasn't really day number one, but hold on. Uh, spirit, wind, and water. The spirit of Hashem was hovering over the face of the water. The length of a day and a night. As it says, it was evening and it was morning, on the first day. Okay. Tana, we learned in a brisa. We're now going to start explaining what we, we Right now, what we just did is gave a list of 10 things that are made on day number one. We proved through various psukim that it was done on day number one. And now we're going to start to explain how this all worked out with other things that we, you know, that we take for granted from our time in learning Chumash Rashi. doesn't seem to be the way this Brysa just said, so we're going to go explain. Tana, we learned in the Brysa, Saihu. What in the world is Saihu? We translate Saihu, Vavayu, all empty. What does Saihu literally mean? Zok de Brysi, ready for this? Kav Yorik, there's a green line, Shemekev Kolalim Kulay, that surrounds the entire world. I don't think this is the equator. But there's a green line that surrounds the entire world. It's from this green line that black darkness comes from green. Okay? There's chayshech, and it comes from green. Uh, darkness um, was created. Sisrei, to cover him over. Sivivaisav, all around around him. Yeah, around him. Okay. That's the best way to translate this. Now, vayhu. So, what's tayhu? A green line around the world. What's vayhu? Elu avanim hamuflois. These are. I'm sorry. The hamuflamais. These are stones that are muflois, muflamais that are wet, hamishkuais that are watered bitahom in the deepest of the deep places. Shemehem, from these wet stones in deep places, Yaitzim Mayim, water comes out. Shenemar venata alel kav tayu vaavne vayu. He should put a kav, a line of tayu, which works beautifully because we said that was a green kav, that was a green line. And there should be bayu from the stones. Okay. Ask the Gemara one second. Light was made on day number one of creation? What are you talking about? Hashem put them up in the heavens. And then it says, You see, light came on the fourth day. You know when it says, Hashem says, Let there be light on day number one, but only later on the fourth day did He put this all into place. Listen to what happened. There was a light that Hashem made on day number one, but you know what this light is? We've never seen it. With that light, a person would be able to see like x-ray vision and give off so much light, it could allow a person to see from one edge of the world across. You could have such clarity about everything that's happening. However, as HaKadosh Baruch is making the world, he's looking at all these generations that are going to turn against him. And he saw that their actions are going to be makalka, they're going to have actions of ruination. So he went and he hid it from, from uh, humanity. As it says in the Pasuk, And he withheld light from the Rishoim. And what's it hidden for? Why did you make it if you're going to hide it? Yeah, where's the... 
um, where's the productive outcome from this? That tzaddikim lasid lavai. This slide's given to tzaddikim lasid lavai either in the times of Mashiach or in Gan Eden. Excuse me. Hashem saw the light that it was good. What's good? Is good like America translates good? Is that what good means? Different people have different translations of good. Some people think coffee is good. Some people think coffee is disgusting. What does good mean? The ain't ella tzaddik. Good is a tzaddik. You hear it? Shenemar imru tzaddik When you talk about it, they say, ah, good to person. Ah, good to. Kivan shura or shagnaz nasikim samach. And when Akadish Baruch saw the light had been put away strictly for the tzaddikim and made Akadish Baruch happy. Shenemar or tzaddikim yismach. The light of tzaddikim brings simcha. Kitanoi. Like a machlekes tanoim, Arsha Baruch Hu Baruch Hu be enriched in the light that Hashem made on day number one. Adam tzayfil mabam b'misayfil b'misayfil. A human will be able to use that light to see from one edge of the world to the other. Divrei Rabbi Yaakov, this is Ben Rabbi Yaakov. B'chomer b'nechomer say hein hein ma'irish never be enriched. That the light is actually referring to the constellations in the sky, which were made on day number one. However, like nidlo ad yom revis. That's a different answer, right? The question was, I thought that the sun and the moon remain on the fourth day. Because that's when Akash Baruch Hu put it in the sky. According to the Chachamim, no. You know what happened? The sun, the moon, the stars, you know when they were all made? On day number one. Aye, so why does the Pasuk say that he put them in, the, in their places on day number one? That, that's it. He just put it in his places. But it was already made from day number one. Okay. Period. End of that conversation. Another conversation. And here we go. The world was created with ten things, with wisdom, and with intuition, and with knowledge, and with physical strength, and it was made with musr, with rebuke, and might, justice, Mishpat, judgment, bechesed, kindness, verachamim, and mercy. Okay, here we go. Now, each one is unique. I just want to, let's go through it, and then we'll, we'll explain. Because some of these, for example, if you look at it, what's the difference between chesed and rachamim? Mm-hmm. Right? Chesed is kindness. Rachamim is mercy. Aren't, aren't you merciful when you're kind? Okay, How, what's, what's not mean? So just... Just to touch on it before we go through the Gemara, I'm just going to touch on this example, but each one has its own, has its own thing. But Chesed and Rachamim is actually two different Madrigas because some people only will be kind when they have their, the Rachmanas. You know, people who only give tzedakah when there's a crisis. How do, how do a lot of organizations for... It could be a shul, it could be an organization for the poor. How do they raise a lot of money? They talk to your emotion. They say, have mercy, Nebuch, you got a family, you got this. Yeah, they, they awaken the emotions of a yid. Why am I giving? Because I'm kind? Yeah, but you know, I'm really giving more because I just feel terrible not to give. And how can, how can you not give? Mm-hmm. Kindness is like Avram Avinu. You know what chesed is? Nobody's coming to his door. Nobody's saying, oh, please give me food, I'm desperate. No, it's not what he's doing. Avramina goes out and he finds people who he can help. He's not waiting for Kupatair to send him a thing in the mail telling him about uh, Nebuch, 18 Almanus, and, uh, and 1,500 Yusayimim. Which, of course, we should donate to all, the, all these Achim. But a person who's a Balchesed is not looking for situations where he needs to have Rachmanus. I just want to give because I want to give. That's just that's one example. Okay, Lamaisa, we got a block to cover him. What does it mean that the world is created with Chachma? With wisdom, Uvasuna, and intuition. The Chsevet says, Hashem Bechachma Yosad Eretz. Akadish Baruch with his wisdom established the earth. And he established the heavens with intuition. Bidas, with knowledge. By the way, what's Chachma? What's Chachma? Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg invented Facebook. He's a chacham. Is he wise? He's a wise person. He figures something out. Of course not. What's chachma? Reish is chachma. Yeras Hashem. You want to when wisdom starts? Yeras Hashem. That's how it goes. Every you invent the atomic bomb, you're you're a wise person. No, you can destroy the world with that. 
right? Oh, why? Just because you could figure something out doesn't mean you should have figured it out, or you're necessarily helping the world by creating your your uh, a particular platform in ways that could be used appropriately. But what's a chachma? What's a chacham? Yiras Hashem. What is Yiras Hashem? Productivity. Using something that's good for the world that brings Hakadosh Baruch Hu to the world. Okay, right. Bedas. Uh, with knowledge, as it says, with deep knowledge, nivgau the um, it was held together. Because Baruch Hu made the world with physical strength and gvura and might. He established the mountains with strength. Nezar, he's bound bigvura with might. Begara with musar with rebuke. The pillars of the shamayim shake. Um, and they are in Tamiya, they are in Shak, Megaratoi from Akadush Baruchu's Musr. Bitzedek Umishbat, the world was made with Tzedek Umishbat, Tzedek Tzedek Umishbat, Bechen Kesecha, righteousness and Tzidkus, righteousness, Umishbat, and judgment are the, um, you know, establish your, your chair, establish your throne. Bechesev Rachamim with kindness and mercy. Tzedek Zechai Rachamecha, Hashem Vachasadecha, Kimi Yelam Hemo. Remember your Rachmanus, Vachasodecha, and your Chesed. It's fascinating. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made the world from something very small. Isn't that interesting? Hashem didn't make a huge globe and then like fill it in. Hashem took a little bit, made matter, and then allowed matter to just keep growing and expanding itself like a thread. Baruch got upset at the world and stopped it. And he said to the world, okay, now you're going to stop growing. You're going to stay right there. The pillar of heavens, your rifle will release itself. I'm sorry, rifle will shake the Yismuhu Megaratai and be have Tamiya be in wonder by the rebuke of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and this is this is amazing. I mean, we, people who who live near the ocean, anybody who's had the merit to visit the ocean, uh, I see Reb Shmuel uh, logged on recently. Uh, I don't know if you're still if you're down in Florida, but uh, if you're near the ocean, right? You look at the ocean. You still there? Huh? Oh, Baruch Hashem. So. Right? Who, tell, who tells the ocean waves to stop? The water is incredibly powerful. Where does it stop? You know what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to the ocean? These are your borders. During my Sebrachus, when Hashem made the world, He's looked at the ocean, He says, you're going to stop right here. This is where your waves are going to come till. They're going to hit the beach, and then they're going back. That's it. You have to know your borders. You have to know your boundaries, which is obviously any functioning person within a society, the better you know your boundaries, the better you function in a society. People who don't know boundaries, proper boundaries and proper borders don't know how to do that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells the ocean, stop. That's it. You're not, the ocean stops. And this is what Rishlokish meant when he said, What does it mean? I am Kale Shakai. What does that mean, Kale Shakai? It's a, it's a, I think the word is acronym. It's a, Combination of words which are Anihu Sha'amarti La'ilam Dai. Shin Dalid Yud is for Sha'amar La'ilam Dai. Shin Sha'amar Dai. Mean enough. Stop. Shakai represents Hakadosh Baruch Hu's complete control uh, and decision uh, and, and being the authority, the decisor of where things are going to stop. Dai. Enough. You stay here. Earth is here. Water is here. That's Shakai. Um, Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish says, Baruch made the oceans. The ocean kept getting stronger and stronger. Baruch got upset at it and dried it up, removed its ability to keep growing. He gave Musr to the ocean. And it dried up. And all the rivers, Hechriv, were destroyed. Because rivers live off of the overflow waters of the ocean. Beautiful. Period. End of that discussion. Next discussion. 
Tonu Rabbonon, the rabbis learned, and that's why they are rabbis. First Hashem made the heavens and then He made the earth. No, earth was made first. And then the heavens. On that day Hashem made earth and heaven. So you see that Eretz comes before the heavens. And Basil, who says that the earth was made first, says to Beishamai, Hey, one second. According to you, Beishamai, why would you build heaven before earth? Does anybody build their second floor before they build the first floor? No. So heaven is when you go upstairs. You can't go upstairs unless you have a first floor. So first Hashem made the earth, and then he made Shemayim. Because who built the Shemayim up the going up, up the steps. And he's bound together at Eretz Yisada. On the, and, and the earth is its foundation. So that's why, says Basil, earth was created before heaven. According to your logic, you're going to first make a, um, what are these called? The things you rest your feet on. Um, a footstool, but there's a, there's a better, um, you said it, an ottoman, something like that, right? Yeah. You're going to make, you're, you're selling a set of chairs, right? Outdoor uh, furniture. You're going to make, you're going to make the, you're going to make the ottoman first. Yeah? So says Beishamai, says Beishamai, what's the ikr? Is the ikr this world? Is the main thing this world? Or is the ikr Shamayim? The ikr is Ganeidim. So first you make Shamayim, and then you make the Aretz. Okay, Shem Rezat says, kisi. The heavens is my throne. and the earth is merely where I place my feet. The Chum say, The Chum argue on both of them. They say, you know, Bisham and Bisol, you're both wrong. Hashem made Shemayim va'aretz simultaneously. Shemar af yodi yista eretz v'yimini tifchah Shemayim. Also, my hand established the earth. My right hand reaches up to Shemayim, um, or is the tefach of Shemayim, yamdu yachtov, I call out to them, yamdu yachtov, and they stand together. You know what I want to ask over here? Who cares? What's an afgamina? Does it really matter? Does it really matter whether Shemayim was made first or heaven was made first? And the answer is, I believe so. I think there's a huge, uh, there's a lot to notice here. This is a, a broader conversation within Beishamah and Beisil, which is, what's the purpose of this world? Is this world, in and of itself, worthy of being a Gan Eden? Is this, where we come and we work on ourselves, is this the ikr that we were? Is, is that the focus? Then Hashem makes that first. That's Beisil. Eretz. Eretz first. Beishamah says no. Now, remember, Beishamai was more makbid on everything. That was their, their whole approach. Beishamai is also of the opinion, Nayach la'adam shalom nivra. Would have been better off or easier for a person to have not been created. And to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you know, just keep me up in Shemayim and not put me through all the tests in this world. According to Beisil, Shemayim comes before Oretz because in their approach to how to build a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it has to be about Shemayim. Hill had a whole different approach. Basil's approach was, it's Aretz. Focus on Aretz. Work on the Aretz. Grow in the Aretz. Build the land. Do down here on planet Earth. Okay. And then there's also, if you do it, you do it right, you'll be zeichet the What's the focus? The Iker is what's going to be made first. The Yachtov, according to Beishamah Basil, what does it mean that Shemayim and Aretz were made simultaneously? It mean, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean yachtov that it means simultaneously, rather, it just means that they're never going to be totally separated. Okay? But it doesn't mean that they're mamish, okay? So the Maisa says the Gemara, fine. We know why Bisham and Basil don't agree with the Chacham. But, says the Gemara, Bisham and Basil each brought psukim. One seems to imply that the heavens were made before the earth, the other seems to imply the earth is made before heavens. How are they going to use each other's? Pasuk. Omri Shlokish Shlokish says, Kishinivru bara Shmayim vachagach bara Aretz. 
First, the Kaddish Baruch made Shemayim, and afterwards made the Yaretz, and here's what happened. Ready? Ah. Says Beishamai, Hashem made heaven and then earth. But, when he was putting each one into its place, he put the earth into place, and then he set up the Shemayim. And that's what he does with the Pasuk of Basil. Says the Gemara, my Shemayim. What is Shemayim? Where does the word Shemayim come from? Interesting. You ever thought about that? Says the Gemara, Omar Mayim. The word Shemayim means there's wa- there is water. It is. That's Shemayim. There is water. Okay? There used to be water everywhere. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put the waters below. And then up in heavens, there's a tremendous amount of water as well. The Masnisa Tana, in our Brayser we learned Eshu Mayim. We mentioned things that were, that Shamayim is not an acronym of Shamayim. It actually comes from Eshu Mayim. Shamayim. Okay? Fire and water. Fire and water don't mix. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu took the two of them, mixed them together, and made the Rakia, which is the upper heavens that ensure that things remain in heaven, nothing falls down, right? the, the, that, that there's a complete separation between heaven and earth, that that uh, mechitza, we'll call it, that border up in heaven, making sure, that's made out of water and fire that is mixed together. Okay. Period. Now the Gemara is going to go in, in length and start to, and we're going to learn various psukim within Misa Beratius and what they mean. Now this is so geschmack because this Gemara is really going to bring us full circle. Because we learned, they're not allowed to learn about Shemayim Ba'aretz with more than two people. Well, about Misa Beratius. Guess what? We're about to learn it with more than two people. <laughs> okay, but even though we're going to learn a little bit, it obviously means also in depth and you know uh, go, going places that needs further clarity that you can't get in a group. Otherwise, you can ask why are you even reading Parshas Beratius in a shul. The purpose of Kriyasa Torah in a shul is for the community to learn the Torah together. That's why this was. That's why Kriyas there was established. How could you ever learn it together? You now learn more than two people, right? And here we're all sitting here with the daf, Kanaynahara, a group, a group bigger than, much larger than two people. So, so how does this play out? Um, we shall see. But also notice, interestingly, there's not too many Rashi's, because Rashi's not going to get us much deeper than the Gemara itself wants to take us. So this is uh, just something to notice. Here we go. Show Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kiv, Rabbi Shmuel, ask the Shaila from Rabbi Akiva. When did he ask the Shaila? Kishayu Mahalchim Baderach. Two Yidin walking on the road. What are they talking about? Bebishter. Tyra. Yeah. They're walking. So Bishmal turns to Bekiva. Amar He says to him, You, Rabbi Akiva, are a student of Nochemish Gamzu. Shana. For 22 years. Now this adds a beautiful element to, uh, to the story. Of Rabbi Akiva, it's not so clear exactly when Rabbi Akiva learned by Nachum Ishgamzu, but let's say he went to learn by him right away. Remember the whole story; he came back at the end of twenty-four years with twenty-four thousand Tamidim. Ken Zayin, he was a Talmud for twenty-two years by Nachum Ishgamzu, unless this was later. I'm not sure. Um, so, you, so, so Rabbi Shmuel says to Rabbi Akiva, "You learned by Nachum Ishgamzu for twenty-two years, and Rabbi Akiva was a Talmud Muvak of Nachum Ishgamzu because Rabbi Akiva was one of the most positive Tanaim. He always had a positive view on everything." Every time the Torah says Aleph Saf, S, there was a drasha, something to learn from it. What did Nachum Gamzu learn out from the Esa Shemayim? The Esa Aretz, Amalei Rebekiva said, Ilu Nemar Shemayim Ba'aretz, if it would have just said Shemayim Ba'aretz. Barashas Baralekim, HaShemayim Ba'aretz. No, if it would have said it like that, HaYisi Aymer, I would have thought Shemayim, Shemay, Shel HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I would have thought that Shamayim is actually the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So I would have thought. Achshav Shanemar, Esa Shamayim, the Esa Aretz, the heavens and the earth. Shamayim, Shamayim Mamish, it means Mamish heavens. 
Eretz, Eretz, Mamish. And Eretz means Mamish, the earth. Top Yer Beis, Amr Beis. Says Rabbi Shmuel, Esa Oretz Lamali. So why do I need Esa Shmaim, the S, Haaretz? Just say Esa Shmaim, the S. Lahaktim Shmaim, Laaretz. It's letting us know, you know why we say Besa Oretz? Because it wants to put Shmaim before the Oretz. You want to mention that it was created first. Okay. Haaretz, Haisa, Sayu, Vavayu. And at the time that Hashem made the heavens and the earth, so the earth was totally empty. Let's see. We began by speaking about Shemayim. Why are you, if first you made the heavens and then the earth, why now are we talking about how the earth was created before how the heavens were created? And they learned in the yeshiva, of Rabbi Yishmol, Moshul Lemelech Basar Vadam. There's a parable to a king of flesh and blood. Shomer Labadavi says to his servants, Ashkimu Lepischi, come early to my door. Hishkimu Matzanoshin Vanoshin. The king wakes up in the morning and he found all the men and women, servants. Lemi Mishabeach. Who's he going to look at and say, Psh, wow, look who's here? Who's he going to say that to? Lemi Shein Darkel Hashkim Vishkim. The ones who aren't usually there. Yeah, the guy who never shows up to chakras, and he shows up one day like, psh, 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 right? So, says the, uh, says, turn to Rabbi Shmuel. So the Shemayim are used to being there. We don't need to mention it. But the earth, which is more base, it's more of a Chiddush, that it's connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's why after saying that Hashem made the heavens and the earth, then it says, oh, and this is how the earth was created. We're going to focus on that because it's a chiddush that it's there. Again, we had a contradiction. First it says the heavens was created and then the earth was created, but then it, it talks about how it was created by the earth first. So how do you view it? That's heavens first, then earth, and now we focus on the earth because that's the chiddush. Tana, we learned in the Rabbi says, How unfortunate to people, creation, that see things and they don't know what they're seeing. They stand and they have no clue what they are standing with. Okay? What do you mean they're standing with? People live and they don't see the Rabbani Shlel. Who's letting you walk? Who's helping you stand? Who's helping you be erect? They don't know. They don't think about that. Ha'aretz ha'ma'imedes. What does the earth stand on? Alamud, pillars. Shenevar ha'margiz eretz m'kayim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu shakes the earth from its place. Ba'amudah and its pillars, yispaltzon, they shake. Amudim alamayim, pillars on water. Shenevar l'reika ha'aretz alamayim, to spread out the earth on the heavens, on the water. Mayim alaharim, Water on the mountains, Shemar Allaharim Yamdumayim, on the mountains the water stands. Haram Baruach, the mountains um, are, are with the Ruach or with the wind. Shenamar Kihine Yaitzar Haram. No, okay. Close. Kihine Yaitzar Haram Ubay Ruach. Hakadish Baruchu makes the mountains, and he's the creator of wind. Ruach Sa'ara, and the winds are firm with the with the Sa'ara, with the um, how do you translate Sa'ara? Ruach Sa'ara. The, the, there's like a power there. Sa'ara is, is a. Um, there, there's rain, there's wind, there's wind. Eh, storm. Okay, good. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably what I should have used. A storm. I should have uh, hopped it on my own. Shenamar. Ruach Sa'ara. The wind of the storm. That does the word of Hashem. The storm is hanging from the forearm of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And underneath the arms of the world. The world stands actually on 12 pillars. Now keep in mind, everything has a rhyme and a reason. If you are of the opinion that the world has, let's say, 12 pillars, then what are you saying? That it's dependent on the shivteka, depend on the shvatim. That's the twelve that we know as uh, the, you know that we know as Klal Yisrael. Earlier we said the earth is standing upon stam pillars. Okay. Now what's the stam pillars? What what's pillars? So before we were talking about tayra avodah gvinu l'schasodim. 
Now we're talking about 12 pillars, which includes Gan's Kal Yisrael. So there's, you know, notice the, the constant message that we're expected to be pulling from this. What establishes the world? Why are we alive? We don't have so much time here. What are we doing here? Why did Hashem put me here? This world's a confusing place. What is holding me in place? Giving me chiyas, giving me life, giving me a, a reason to keep growing and keep developing. So there's different pillars. A pillar is what you lean on when you're tired and it keeps you erect, it keeps you up. So you have Torah, Avayda, Gemilas, Chasadim. That was the first approach. And now we're saying, Klau Yisrael. Being part of the Shiftei Ka, being from the Shvatim, and being part of something big, beautiful. Shanamar. Okay. It's on seven pillars. She created seven pillars. There's an Amud. There's one pillar of the seven. You know what its name is? Tzadik. I'm sorry. He says, instead, I'm sorry, he's arguing. He says, instead of seven pillars, there's only one pillar. You know what that pillar is called? It's got a name. Tzadik. Shenamar v'tzadik. Yesoid Ailam. This one pillar is the foundation of the world. You know why the world's created? For you. For me. We're all tzadikim. Yeah. What's a tzadik? Somebody who wants to do the Ratz Hashem. Somebody who learns Torah. Somebody who tries his best. Not somebody who doesn't slip. Tzadik slips. Tzadik does things that are wrong too. But pulls himself together. Keeps learning. Keeps steiging. Keeps coming back. That's a tzaddik. A tzaddik is Yisrael Elam, is the foundation of the world. I'm Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, now we're going to get into stuff. If you've ever seen this, I need you to explain it to me. But be it as it may, says the Gemara, there's different levels of heaven. We'll get ready for this. Shnei Rikiyamim. There's two levels of heavens. Shnei Marheim Lashem Eleikecha Hashamayim Ushmei Hashem has heavens, and then the heavens of the heavens. Even the heavens have heavens. Rishlokish Amar Rishlokish says, Shiva. He says to Rav Yehuda, no, there's actually seven heavens. And I'm going to tell you the names of the seven heavens. Vilon. This is a modern Hebrew word. Okay? These are like blinds and shades. Rokia. That's what we're used to. The dividing heaven. Shchokim. The Shchokim the, is, is the mill. Zavul, that's where we live. It's named Zavul. A person, okay. Again, this is just a, this is just, this is just the name of a heaven. That's all we're saying over here. Okay. Ma'in, which is another name. Ma'chain, and Aravis. Okay. Now, Rishlakis tells us what are these seven names and what do they refer to. So let's go. Vilon, the shades. Einoi Meshamesh Klum. You know what they do? Nothing. This heaven called Vilain, what exactly does it accomplish? Not much. Except, I'll tell you how to notice it. Ella Nichna Shachras Arvis. You know what it does? And I love this. We're going to go through like seven types of people now. You know, if you want to start, bring this a message. Some people, they wake up in the morning, they go to sleep at night. Yeah, that's all they do. That's all they do. There were two friends. They make an agreement that whichever one passes away first will come back to the other one in a dream and tell him what it's like. Okay? So, friend number one dies. Three months later, he comes back to friend number two. And friend number two says, No, I've waited three months for you. Where are you? No, what's going on? Tell me what it's like. He says, Ah, fella. It's amazing. Mama's amazing. You got it. You, let, let me explain to you. Every morning I wake up. Sun shining, weather's amazing, it's gewaldic. I take my time, I stretch my arms, I go down to the I go down to the river, I take a drink, I lay out in the sun, I stretch myself, I tan, I bathe, go for a walk, I go back up to uh I go back up to where I was, I eat lunch. He says, No, yeah, what do you do after lunch? What do you do after lunch? He says, Oh, I go back to the river. Ah, do it again. He says, yeah, what happened? Eh? 
So uh, what do you do your next day? He says, oh, next day I wake up, I go down to the river. Same exact thing. So he says, I understand. That's heaven? He says, who says anything about heaven? I'm in Montana. I'm a buffalo. Right? <laughs> I'm a buffalo in Montana. That's how an animal lives. Right? That, that's how we envision paradise to be like. Right? That's what we envision God in Eden. What is he says? What, what, type, what, what type of person is this first heaven? What's a villa? And he wakes up, he goes to sleep. He wakes up, he goes to sleep. He wakes up, he goes to sleep. Yeah. I'm, a buffalo, uh, I'm a buffalo in Montana. That's all it is. But what it does is, it's Okay. And he spreads out like a dike. A dike is something that's very fine and thin. The heavens. Okay. So it, it follows like a perfect cycle, but you know what? It actually does something stark for the world, which is it gives it its constant abilities to keep the proper level of warmth and cold and so on and so forth. Rakia. What is the heaven named Rakia? In the heavens called the Rakia, that's where the sun and the moon and all the constellations are put. put the sun, the moon, the stars, all in the Rakia heaven. What's That's where the Rechaim, the mills are. And they, and they grind mun for tzadikim. That's where tzaddikim get their food from. The mills in this heaven. Beautiful. Yeah? There's, there's an... HaKadosh Baruch Hu's got something set aside just for tzaddikim. Take care of them. He commanded the shchakim, the mills from above, and the doors of the heaven are open. And it rains on them. What does it rain? Mun. Lechel. Mun rains down the same way mun rained from heaven. The food came down from heaven in the midbar. That's how it works for tzaddikim. Zvul. What is zvul? There's Yerushalayim Shalmala. And the Beis HaMikdash and Yerushalayim and the Mizbeach are built there. Michal HaSar HaGadolai made a macrobite. Say, Karbon Michal the Malach stands and brings Karbon HaShnam Arbon HaBonisi. Bayis, I have built a house. Zavolach, which is a place that you, the Rabbi Shalom, could live, Machayin. It is now going to be a resting place for you, Lishiv Techa, for you to dwell in, for you to, for you to rest in. Umanol and how do you know that Zavol is called heaven? Maybe it's just an expression of what goes on in heaven. It's called the heaven. Look down from Shomayim and see, from your holy Zavol, the Tifartecha. And your splendor. Beautiful. Ma'in. What type of heaven is Ma'in Shabai Kitois Shal Malachi Asharis? That's where the groups of Malachim get together. Sha'imre Shira Balaila, and they sing Shira at night. But they don't sing Shira during the day out of covet for Kla Yisrael. Says Rashi. Because Yidin are going to Shul and Davenin. When a Yid goes to Shul and Davenin, Malachim are quiet. They're, they know that the Rabbi Nishleilim wants to hear Klai Yisrael talk. It's kind of like you have a couple, husband and wife, trying to have a conversation. You have a little three-year-old kid pulling at the pants. But daddy, but mommy. It's like, can't you see we're talking? Yeah, when your parents talk, you don't interrupt. That's what, uh, that's chinuch, right? not to minimize the greatness of Malachim, but their relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is not the marriage that Klaisel has with the Banshu. So when Akadush Baruch Hu says is so powerful, when my spouse is talking to me, Klaisel is coming to Davin, the Malachim are quiet. Man kint, my dear Malach, you'll get your turn soon. But right now, I'm talking to my wife. During the day, Hashem commands, Chazda is kindness, and at night, then, they sing with me. Anybody learns Torah at night. will give you a a string of kindness, a certain chain, a grace. During the day, during the day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu commands there to be chesed. Why by day? Because since by night we sang Teire. Teire is a song. 
Alamdim as Bnei Yisrael, right? We say now, right? We say in Sefer Dvar, right? The Torah is called the Shira. So when a person learns Torah, sings to Rebbeinu Shalom at night, there's going to be chesed for the person during the day. Vikadamri and some learn it from here. Amar Ishlokish Ishlokish say Kol Oisik B'Torah Ba'Ilam Hazeh. Anybody who learns Torah in this world, Shehudayma Lalaylu, which is like nighttime, things are dark in this world. You can't see clearly. Hakadosh Baruch Hu Ma'ishech Halav Chutzal Chesedim Haba. Hakadosh Baruch Hu will give him a string of grace and Ilam Haba Shehudayma Liyoyim Ilam Haba. Can Eden compared to daytime? Shenemar Yoyim Mitzav Hashem Chazloi. When you sing Shira and Eilam Hazeh, you learn Torah and Eilam Hazeh, then for eternity, throughout the day in Gan Eden, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give the string of Chesed. Amar Ablevi, Ablevi says, A person's learning, and they stop their learning, and they start involving themselves in regular Sicha. Now Sicha sometimes can mean davening. Right? By Yitzhak Yitzchak Lasuach. Basada. Yitzchak went out to David in the field to have a conversation with the Rebbein but over here it's referring to Sicha means worthless conversation. Nothing productive, nothing constructive. You're in the middle of learning and then you say, like, hey, what's, let me check the sports score. Nothing productive out of that. Okay? Ooh, get ready. Right? In other words, it's going to hurt. When we have such an opportunity to relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to have the Torah, and now you allow the fire to come back, you allow the Yitzhahara to chaperine, it's even worse. It's even worse, because I'm showing that this is more important than that. Shinamar hakoitvim maluach alei siach. Those who remove the Torah with, with uh, siach, with shmuzing, v'shayresh resachim lachmam, the root of hot coals, is, lachmam is going to be their bread. Okay. How do you know that the Shemayim is called Shemayim? Shemayim, as it says, We say to the Baruch look down from Shemayim. Machoin is the sixth heaven. The sixth heaven is where all the hail and snow is kept. Okay, now what does it mean hail and snow? These are expressions of Tzaras that could come to a person. And there's, there's a second floor to this heaven that has bad dew and bad rain. And there's a room of Sufa and Sa'ara, which is storms that we said beforehand. And a cave of Kitar, of uh, water that's heated. And the doors of this room are on fire. will open up his Aitzarai for goodness. Okay? So in other words, there's different types of storehouses in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We daven, we give people a bracha. The storehouse of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's bracha should rain down and shower down upon you. It's a beautiful bracha. You know why? Because there's other storehouses. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has that should not rain down. We want it to be kept in that sixth heaven. Says the Gemara, Hani Barakia is new. These things are kept in the sixth heaven called Rakia. Hani Ba'aresil. These, these, these things are from down here. Oh, all these things are down here on earth. Amr of Yudam Abu says the name of Rav, a beautiful answer. David davened that these things should, should leave the Rakia and come down to the Aretz. Amr Lefanov, David Amalech said, Rebai Naishalaylam you are not a type of God who wants there to be bad. You don't want that. You don't want to be that type of parent. There's nothing bad that lives with you. You're a tzaddik. And therefore, there's never going to be anything bad allowed up there with you. People shouldn't say there's a storehouse in heaven of bad. Let's bring it down. How do you know that the Machan is referring to Shemayim? You hear from Shemayim, the foundation of where you live. Aravais. Now the, the, the final Shemayim, the seventh level, is called Aravais. In this area, that's where you have Tzedek, Mishpat, and Tzedakah. Righteousness, justice, and Tzedakah. Charity. 
Ginzei Chaim and Ginzei Shalom and Ginzei Bracha also has the treasury of life, peace, and bracha. And this is where the Neshamas of Tzadikim are kept. And the spirits and the Neshamas of people who are not yet born. How amazing. How amazing. You have a Neshama that didn't come down to the world yet. He's waiting his turn. You know what company HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives that Neshama? Those who utilize their time properly. Let me teach you before you even go down what you could do. I'm going to put you in the environment. I want you to see what your mission is and what you can become. The Tal Shaos HaKadosh Baruch Hu is also the do that HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the future is going to use for Tchiyas HaMesim, Tzedek, Mishpat, Justice and Mishpat and um, Judgment, Tchsev, Tzedek, Mishpat, Mechayn Kesecha. These are HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Throne, tzedakah, how do you know that tzedakah is kept there? It says in the passage, he clothed himself with tzedakah, kashirian. Kashirian is like, uh, it's armor, it's metal protection. Ginze chayim, the, the, the treasury of life, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is ultimate life. Ginze shalim, treasury of peace. Hashem called shalim to be next to him. It's actually one of the names there, Rabbanu Shalom. Is Shalom. The Ginze Bracha, Dechsev, Yisa Bracha, Mesa Shem, Bracha comes straight from Akadish Bracha, Nishmashim, Zazadigim, Henry, the Tzadigim are kept in this seventh heaven. Dechsev, Vahisa Nefesh Adaini, and it was the Nefesh of my master, Tzura, should be bound with Tzorachayim in the bond of eternal life. Esa Shem Lekecha, with Hashem Yergad, Ruchas Yunushamash, Yosli Baris. How do you know that the, the spirits and the Nishamas that are not yet brought down to planet Earth? How do you know they're also there? Dechsev, Shtein Pasuk, Kiruach Milfanai Yatoif. My Ruach, my spirit, will, will wrap me from the front. Uneshamais, and with souls, Ani Asisi, I have made. The Tal Sha'asid, Hakadish Baruchu, Lahachi is by Mesim, and also the Tal that was going to be used to bring back the, the, the righteous of the dead. Dechsev, Geshem Nadavais Tanavalikim, Geshem, rain of giving. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, um, Hakadosh Baruch Hu brought down Nachlascha, your inheritance, vanilla ata kainanta, and uh, I'm sorry, I read that incorrectly. Nachlascha vanilla ata kainanta. When your nachla was tired, that's when you establish it. Okay, what do you mean tired? Lay down to rest. Okay, that's when Hakadosh Baruch Hu comes and, and reestablishes things. It's also in this heaven are the Ifanim, the Shrafim, and the Chayois, Malach Yashar. It's the Kisya Kavit, and the Kisya Kavit. Melech Yel Chai Rum Venisa Shoychein Aleim. The Kodesh Baruch Hu lives on high, rests upon them. Shnemer Shoyle Lereche Barabes Pika Shmayim. Menolim Dikri Shmayim. How do you know that this? that this area, the seventh heaven, is also called Shabayim? We know it's an area now, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, you know, Malachim and Neshamas living there. Pen is called Shemayim, Asya Rechiva Rechiva, Ksiv Hacha Soilu Rechiva Ravis. The Pussy we just said uh, that we should, we should thank Akadish Baruch Hu, praise Akadish Baruch Hu, who rides on the Aravis, Uksiv Hasam, Rechiv Shemayim Be Ezreka. So you see, when you're riding on top, you're in control. So too, even this area, Akadish Baruch Hu is in complete control, and it's called a Shemayim. The Chayshech Va'onav Arafa Makifan, I say, darkness, clouds, and Arafel, uh, or even thicker clouds, they surround HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shanemar, Yoshes Chayshech Sisrei, Svivaisav Sa Kaisa, with darkness, HaKadosh Baruch Hu surrounds himself. Cheshchas Mayim Avishchakim, the darkness of water is the clouds of heaven. What do you mean darkness of water is the clouds of heaven? What does that mean? Where do you have darkness? As Darkness represents bad. We're talking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's here, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's protecting, he's making this heaven, it's surrounded by darkness. What in the world is Gemara talking about? Frek the Gemara. Is there anything bad, anything black, anything dark around the Rebbe uh, in, in Shemayim? But it says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed the depths and the, the, the secrets. Yodama to know what's in the darkness, and there's light that lives with him. So how do we put all this information together? Yeah, you're telling me that Baruch Hu knows what's in the darkness, but he's surrounded with light. 
Previously, we said in this Shamayim, that Kaddish Baruch Hu, the, the Kisei covered is there, and it's surrounded with darkness. I don't understand. It's, it's surrounded with darkness, it's surrounded with light. It says the Gemara, like Kasha, is no question. Ha, we turn the top of tomorrow's daf, and we'll end off for today. Ha, bebate genai. Ha, bebate bav roi. In the heavens, there's only light. But outside the heavens, protecting from getting in, so to speak, then there's darkness, which doesn't allow anything to get in. Okay, we'll hold it here. Better than tomorrow. We'll, um, we'll continue on. We're not done this conversation. We're going to continue talking uh, about this fascinating topic of these seven heavens, which I want to just mention before we, before we log off. We're already at an hour and a, little, a lot longer than a shear than, than usually at a long daf. But isn't it amazing that yesterday we learned above us, below us, don't delve into it, don't, don't go there. Just over here. And then the Gemara goes and it gives us a glimpse. It gives us a little bit of a glimpse. There's so much. There's so much meaning. There's so much. It's worthwhile knowing that there's so much out there. And there's worlds. And there's heavens. And there's so much more to Hashem's greatness and Hashem's creations that exist. It's good to know that as a concept, as ideas. eh? And there's even what to learn from it. Because we're understanding how HaKadosh Baruch Hu functions, how HaKadosh Baruch Hu surrounds himself, and where things are kept, and there's different compartments and departments, and it, where everything goes. Over the Misa, the depths of Misa Bereshus, this all happened for Misa, the de- Hashem made the heavens of Misa Bereshus. The depths, huh? this itself is mind-blowing. You don't need to think about what's before, what's after, where this is creation itself, right? This is all part of the actual Shemayim, and Mam Bishamayim. Okay, we'll hold it here, have a wonderful, wonderful evening, we'll pick up from here tomorrow evening. Agit Nacht, everybody.